yes, I believe it did. Um, and uh, uh, in the end, I wasn't quite sure before I heard Salvador sing it in, in Kiev, but um, I saw pictures of his sister um, rehearsing the song and um, thought that it would stand out, definitely. Uh, he had a few health problems, so I think everybody was relieved when he arrived. And yes, it really did stand out. Um, I sort of closed my eyes and dreamt back to black and white TV days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's a timeless sort of song, so it really did stick out. And it, it, it was the right song because um, the, all the juries uh, had it high on their list, and uh, it won the televote as well. You said that you saw uh, you you saw his sister doing rehearsal, and and you knew about his that he was his health wasn't great. Where did you get all that information from, Peter? Uh, that was on um, uh, on blog sites and on the uh, on the on the Eurovision uh, uh, TV uh, channel as well. Um, and there were YouTube clips from the rehearsals. Yeah. Um, Nothing, nothing pirated. It was all official. <laughs> and, and and what do you think of this Swedish song and the way that he um, was performing it? Uh, it? It was very competent. Uh, he couldn't really have done everything, anything uh, better. Um, it was more or less ready. Uh, the production, uh, the whole concept and production was ready. Re uh, uh, the Swedish um, selection mm. process at the Melody Festival. So they, they tweaked a few things. Um, they had to change the number of people on stage who could sing and dance at the same time uh, to, to, to meet the Eurovision rules. But uh, no, it was very competent, and he did just about as well as everybody expected. Do you think, I know that you've been following the, the Slager Festival and, I mean, the competition in Sweden that led up to Eurovision. Do, in your view, was this the best song from Sweden? Uh, yes, it was. I think a lot of people were disappointed that um, there, were, there were two others uh, in strong contention. Yeah. But I think that this would um, this had greater appeal to a European audience, definitely. Mm. Now, um, yes, and it scored very highly among the juries. Uh, yeah. Actually, the, uh, the the juries had uh, Sweden third, um, and they were further down in the televote. But it balanced out at a fifth place. How do you how do one explain that that the, when the experts vote Sweden was very high but when the public vote or the viewers vote they they did, didn't do so well? They don't always agree, do they? No. Um, okay, both both Televote and um, and jury had Portugal very high. Both were disappointed by Italy, who were strongly tipped to win mm. um, before the before the competition. But then there were other big discrepancies as well. Uh, look at Australia. Um, Australia scored very highly among the jury uh, compared with... They only got two votes from the telly mm. voting uh, and, and more than 100 fr from the juries. Um, and then another, another big discrepancy was uh, Croatia, um, where the juries didn't rate it. And that was another very special song that, that stuck out. It, was, it seemed to be... Um, it was a very jokey sort of thing, mm. and, and that that appeals to to viewers. Do, um, do do you think it's good to have this kind of two tier voting system that it's experts first, and then the, is this a result, and then there is the public basically? 
Do you think that's a good system? It has certainly uh, made the voting process more exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, and when it was introduced last year, it was very dramatic because, of course, um, uh, it was a case of whether it was because Australia had such a big lead after the after the jury votes were announced last year. And everybody was expecting Russia to overtake them at the end, but they didn't. So there was great drama in this. Um, this year, it wasn't so dramatic because everybody was more or less in, in, in agreement. So yeah. it, was, it was more a battle for the, for the second, third, fourth positions. Um, what do you think of the winner of the Eurovision in his speech? In, in, just after he won, he said something about how let's focus back on melodies and less on, on show is almost what, the, what, what he said. Yeah. Do you think, do you agree? He has a point, um, uh, you know, because, because countries seem to out, want to outdo each other um, each year and find something new and even more um, sensational. Yeah. Uh, and he has taken it back to basics in a way. Um, so he had a point, but at the same time, he did seem to offend some of the other artists. Well, he offended the uh, Swedish participant. Yes, um, um, uh, Robin. Uh, Robin um, um, defended um, uh, the, the trends, which recent trends in in, in Eurovision, definitely. Um, I think what what Robin was trying to say. Well, there is room for us all. Yes. Now also. But but I read overall that Eurovision this year had l- l- less spectators than usually. It's it's like a, yes. Yeah. In fact, I had friends who had not um, uh, expected to get tickets uh, early on, and then they um, just went online after seeing the first semi-final last Tuesday. Um, and discovered that there were tickets left for the final, um, hmm. and they booked seats on the plane and flew down there for for the weekend. Um, so um, I, I think that in a country like Ukraine, it's very expensive for for local residents to hmm. to, to 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 attend. Um, so there were tickets left over. But do you think this is a, a trend, or is it? Do you think, for instance, Sweden's love for for Eurovision and for Slogger Festival is as strong as ever? Um, I, I don't think that would change. Um, I think that um, uh, I, I sometimes feel myself that, that six weeks is, is too long, that it, we could cut one of the uh, heat um, and perhaps even get rid of second chance. Mm. But um, uh, I think basically the format will be, will be the same next year and, and for the foreseeable future. Um, and even if... Um, uh, the, uh, the, there were empty seats in Kiev. I think it will be a very different story in Lisbon next year. Mm. Um, I, I think it will be a very popular destination for, for uh, the hardcore fans and for other people as well. Where did you watch this Eurovision, Peter? Um, I was actually, uh, I saw it actually in Denmark. Um, uh, there were about 15 of us who went over from Sweden to join the Danish fan club. Um, so there were about a hundred of us there, and we had some entertainment before the before the show started. We had a buffet dinner. Um, uh, the club had hired a, a large hall, and, and so we saw the whole thing on on um, uh, on a large large screen TV. But you do this a couple of times a year, not just when it's Eurovision, do you? 
we do invite each other to, to if, if the Danes have an event then um, uh, for fans, then um, we get invited, and and the, uh, and the same. Uh, if, if there's something happening in Sweden, then we invite our Danish friends. Um, and in fact, the, the Melody Festival Klubben, the Swedish fan club, um, has. I think there's a member living in Australia, actually, <laughs> and a couple in the USA, and several in other European countries. Um, so, so there were whom. <laughs> so there was no Norwegians there because I read in the newspapers that Norwegians are quite angry with the Swedes because Sweden gave Norway zero point. Why? Well, Norway gave Sweden six points. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, that, that must have been the jury vote then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, there's no need for them to be. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, there's always a little bit of, of uh, ragging, you know, between us and, uh, and joking and so on. Um, there's, there's always this controversy about the Eastern Bloc always voting for each other, yeah. which isn't really true. The countries which vote each other, uh, vote for each other more than any other bloc is the Scandinavian Bloc, actually. Mm. Um, so we have no right to, to accuse um, uh, uh, other people of, of voting for their neighbours. And voting for your neighbour anyway is quite natural because you have similar tastes in music. You might even know the artists. Mm. Um, performing um, it's quite natural what surprised me actually was that um, a a country like Croatia um, didn't do better in the jury vote because there there was no competition uh, from the other Balkan states they had no neighbours in the final Mm. so I thought they would do, do even better than they did Peter, one final question something that has been on my mind for a long time watching Eurovision can you explain to me when the jury vote? Do they vote for the performance that happens right in front of their eyes? Or do you think they have made up their mind already because they're quite familiar with these songs? They know the songs beforehand. Or is it about the performance? That's a very good question. Um, I, I, they, they have to vote on the, um, on the vocals, on the quality of the actual singing. Um, and on the quality of the song, and to a certain degree on the present uh, stage presentation. Hmm. Um, and I remember last week you asked me how you thought um, the United Kingdom entry would would fare this y- year. Yes. Um, and and it did reasonably well. Fifteenth. Um, mm, I thought it might come just a little bit higher. But what was really interesting about the UK entry this year was that they had put so much effort into the presentation of the song. Mm. Um, and that, that's, that, that's very important. So they do take, they do take that into consideration. Mm. Um, but really, it's the quality of the song, I think, which should shine through. And, and that was certainly the case in, say, Belgium, because the artists there seemed very nervous. Um, but the song was such a good one that it still uh, scored highly, both yeah. with the televiewers and under the juries, and came forth. But but I felt the same when I watched the Spanish entrance because uh, because that was a pretty good song. But he really sang out of tune a couple of times. Yes, and he was um, quite was, punished for that too. Uh, well, we, we we differ perhaps there on the quality of the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was probably Spain's worst entry for a long time, in my opinion. But they haven't done very, very well anyway in recent years. Um, so I, th- I think um, most of us who had heard the songs before had, had actually tipped 
Spain to come last lecture. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, that that just shows that you are our Eurovision expert here in, in our radio station. Thank you so much for talking to me.